they're flagrant. And yet they're still friends. It's the Flagrant Friends Podcast, bringing you your NBA news. It's on. That is right. It is on. I am your host, Ben Gross. The host with the most. The host with Ben the Gross. Most. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just plain Steve. I'm I'm just Steve. Just Steve. That's right. Just Steve. A face for radio and a body for a podcaster. <laughs> um, but hey, hope you're doing well. This is, I mean, college basketball obviously ended last night's Tuesday night as we're filming this late. Tuesday yeah, night because I actually it is almost it's almost Wednesday morning. It is almost Wednesday as we start morning. this. So probably Wednesday morning before we're done, honestly. Yeah. But I quickly went down and uh watched the state quarterfinal tonight uh in high school basketball here in Michigan, which was great. So we were off to a little bit later for start, but we got the Bucks and Warriors on uh behind us. Well the second half's about to restart. So we'll have something to watch while we're uh talking about basketball, which is always great. Absolutely. Obviously, Baylor won last night. Unfortunately, it wasn't as close as some of us would have wanted. Yeah. And so then, of course, you're going to get the hot take, the popular take, of course, today, I'm sure you heard, was, see, Gonzaga's not good. They don't play anybody. Gonzaga's still good. Baylor played really well, and Baylor's good. Like, it just. Yeah, you don't get that far. If they if they good. played ten times, Baylor would not win all ten. I, yeah. I I completely believe that, but it's very easy. Like this, March Madness is definitely the most fun way to crown a champion. It's obviously not the most accurate way. Absolutely, to right? crown a champion. If you it, normal now, normally, obviously this year was anything but normal. But normally, the college basketball season is going to start in mid November with games. Yeah. And then, obviously, you're going to have the tournament in March. First week of April, you're going to end. So, to have a one-and-done tournament after playing all of November, December, January, February, in the right. first two weeks of March, to maybe go home in one game, obviously, is not the best representation of overall resume of how your season was, how good you are as a team. Obviously, it's the most fun. I hope it never changes. I love March Madness. Um even though I have the tough pill to swallow that um, my daughter won our family <laughs> women's bracket and my son won my family's uh, men's bracket. And my son was actually talking crap to me. He, he went to sleep before the game was done. But I got a video this morning of uh, him talking crap about, oh, yeah, Haley didn't win. You didn't win. Oh, yeah, I won. I was like, gosh, my, now even my 10-year-old's talking crap to me. Um, but... You know, and and then in the in the women's uh, bracket, Stanford won. So congratulations to them. Very close, close game. And actually, there's there was a lot of really close games in the women's bracket. A couple of final four games were really good. Obviously, the UConn Baylor game was really good in uh, in the women's tournament as as well. So there's there's a lot of really good games. I wish they did a better job staggering them. So. The Elite Eight women's and men's games weren't on at the same time, so you didn't have yeah. to, like... Now, luckily, I have two TVs, 
in my living room so I could watch both. But not everyone does. And it's just kind of nice to not make someone choose over and it's the NCA. You're making someone choose over technically what's both your product. Yeah. You know, um, the NCA gets money from ESPN to show the women's bracket and they get money from CBS to show the men's bracket. So why would you compete over yourself? But that's neither here nor there. But college basketball wrapped up, which, yes, there were some shutdowns. There were some postponements. There were some games moved. But the season did get in. There was yeah. a champion. It was they, crowned. They played every game. Every game of the tournament was played? Yep. Every game of the tournament was played. Um, minus one. That's true. Minus one. Oregon. Oh, oh did it? Yeah, yeah Oregon right, right, right from the yeah. from the get-go. V- yeah. VCU uh, got the win over the Oregon one. So, yeah. So, I guess technically that game. But, yeah, it, at least it was completed. So, you know, we'll take that. And, you know, the NBA, obviously, yes, the NBA has had their postponements. And, and we've even seen it here um, in, in Michigan high school basketball. There's been yep. teams that have had to – you know, forfeit because of COVID. We've had teams that have played with their JV team while their varsity teams were quarantined, right. you know, trying to, to, to move on and, and maybe they end their season because they're playing with their JV team or, which I guess if you lose to a JV team, it's pretty sad. It's yeah. pretty sad. But right. Some teams it works like Detroit Catholic Central, their hockey team won the state championship after their JV team played in like the quarterfinals or whatever, while they were quarantined. And then yeah. they played in the semis and the finals and they won. Which is just crazy, but when you can recruit, that's a little bit different. But that's a tangent for a different day. Um, it's basketball. <laughs> and see, and what we were going to talk about our main topic. I'll jump in on on Ben because then we can just get right to the games. <laughs> the Lakers are starting to fall a little bit here. Yeah, right. They're 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 down to the fifth seed now. Okay, they're seven games back of the Jazz, who are in first. They're in the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's still no Anthony Davis, no LeBron. Do they try to rush them back? I mean, they're a half game out of being in the sixth seed with Portland, which if that happens, let's just for the sake of discussion, if Portland and Lake, if Portland <laughs> jumps them and goes to five and the Lakers are at six and everything else stays the same, Lakers-Clippers would be the first round <laughs> matchup in the 3-6 right. matchup I mean, right now. I mean, wow, how crazy would that be? So are the Lakers going to try to rush those guys back? Are they completely confident that just like, you know what? I don't care when we play the Lakers. I don't care when we play the Clippers. I don't care when we play the Jazz. I don't care when we play the Suns or anybody else. We know when we're healthy, we still feel like we're the best right. team. we got to play them at some point. Might as well play them right away. Who cares? Why not? Right, I, I mean the I Lakers think Clippers. Do. The Lakers Clippers matchup didn't happen last year because the Clippers were up three <laughs> one to Denver and then gave up that lead. So then the Western Finals that we all thought we were going to get Lakers Clippers were not Lakers Clippers. Um, so do we get do we get it right just right out of the bat and get it right out of the way here the three six matchup? Some to look for though if it's a it's a if it's the four five with Denver right now rematch of the Western Conference Finals from last mm-hmm. year. That would be a good series too. So, either way, like I and I, I kind of agree with what you were just saying. I think the Lakers have enough confidence in themselves that if they're in it, they can win it. Yeah, you know, you, you can't win it unless you're in it. So just get in it, and then we can win it. Um, and that's that's the thing is that they they will always have their name always backing them up, right? Like it's never it's never not the Lakers. 
it's kind of like when the Yankees or you know the yeah. Patriots yeah. or whatever. Yeah, name your team, right? Like it's it's that name. They're still the Lakers right now. They're still the defending champions. Yeah. Right now, I mean, when he's healthy, they still have LeBron James. They still have Anthony Davis. They so if they're healthy, they still have to feel good about their situation, especially maybe the NBA decides to do what they did last year and move the playoffs to a bubble. It's possible. Just to minimize risk and not travel between city and city and all that stuff. I don't know if they will. It's possible that maybe they decide to do that. Um, Maybe they don't. But, of course, if they're playing the Clippers in a 3-6 matchup in the first round, it doesn't matter because they're in the same freaking building anyway. So Right. But <laughs> I, I, I'm just interested to see, will they fall? I mean, I don't think they're going to fall past six. Like they're five right now. I don't think they would fall past six because, well, Dallas is two and a half games behind them. So you got to give up another two and a half games. But they're four and six in their last ten when Dallas is seven and three in their last ten. So it – it could happen. I mean, if LeBron misses another two, three weeks, it it, it could happen. But I don't know. It's it, it it's interesting. Either way, the playoffs is going to be really fun, and the play-in game is great. You know, seven and eight play, the winner is seven, and then eight plays. You know, whatever it is, eight plays. Well, then nine and ten play, and then the winner of nine and ten then plays yeah. eight. Well, the loser, the the winner of nine and ten plays the loser of seven and eight, and then that winner is the eighth seed. Um, and then three legged sack races are held on consecutive <laughs> yeah, Saturdays to a victory <laughs> crowd but. on on the third moon of the second season. Of the <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. That is right. Let's break down the national games of the week, shall we? We shall. Let's get straight into it. Wednesday, ESPN doubleheader. We have 7.30. We have the 22 and 27 New Orleans Pelicans at the 35 and 16 Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Brandon Ingram hurt for the Pelicans a little bit. Not sure if he's going to play or not going to play. He's the ever popular game time decision. Listen as day-to-day, aren't we all? But... Zion Williamson's been great. That's a really popular train to get on, that this Zion is just a man-child. He could not be stopped, blah, blah, blah. People are going to let him score in, in, in meaningless regular season games. In the playoffs, if they got to a playoffs, which they're not going to this year, spoiler alert, eventually in the playoffs in a series, people are just going to back off of him until he can learn to shoot. But we'll see. He's still great. He's fun to watch. So... They're going to be on national TV sometimes. The Nets, 7-3 in their last 10. They're in the first place now in the East. Harden's been great. Kyrie Irving's been great. Durant's been out so long that I'm starting to get worried about when he comes back. Just because, you know, now they're, they're so used to playing this style now. And now all of a sudden, like, they beat the Nets last night, 114-112. to 112. Kyrie had 40 points and 7 assists. You know, and Joel Harris had 16. Jeff Green had 23. uh, You know, because Harden played 4 minutes (laughs) before he got hurt. So he hurt his hamstring. He's going to be 
reevaluated in 10 days. So he's not going to play for a while now. So Hart or uh, so now Kevin Durant's going to be reevaluated after missing 26 of their last 27 games. So maybe he's going to be probable. Maybe they're going to try to play him. Mm. Really, but here here's why it's an issue. Sounds like it's a roll of the die. Yeah, like two of the three. Yeah. Durant, Irvin, and Harvin. Harden, two of the three are going to play. We're just not sure which two of the three is going to play, depending on where we are. And who knows what's going to happen when all three play. So that's a little troubling for me in the playoffs because, again, their problem to me is still defense. You still need to stop people in a series. And you have to get used to your defensive rotations and all that kind of stuff. Well, you can't do that if the th- if those big th- the big three aren't playing with each other. They're not playing with Blake Griffin. Does Marcus Aldridge get in there? Does Jeff Green get in there? Joe Harris get in there? Does Bruce Brown go in there? So you want to kind of fix that before you get to the playoffs. So I would be more concerned than I think the Nets fans are right now just because I want to see my team as they're going to be in the playoffs for at least a week or two before the playoffs start so they can kind of get the rust off. In saying that, hey, if, if Harden, if uh, Durant plays, then yeah, they'll definitely win. Even if he doesn't play, Kyrie might just score 40 again and they could beat the Pelicans because the Pelicans aren't really that good and they're only on national TV because of Zion. So either way, I think the Nets are going to win. But yeah, with Harden out for at least the next, uh, you know, eight to 10 days here, that's going to definitely be interesting because he's been playing very well. And a bigger question that's, again, now missing 8-10 games. Another potential MVP candidate. LeBron's missed games. Joel Embiid has missed games. Now Harden's missing games. So are they going to give it to Jokic or Giannis just by you know default here? Mm. If all these guys are missing you know 15 to 20 games in the season? Allen Iverson actually is the one who he's missed. I think he missed the most games ever to win. I think it was like 11 and that was in an 82 game season. He missed 11 games of an 82 game season and still won the MVP. That's the most games missed to still in the MVP. So that's going to be interesting, but that's a topic for another day. For now, let's win this game. And for your late birds, you got the 10 PM game, which is the 38 and 12 Utah jazz. At the 35 and 14 Phoenix Suns. Yeah, if I told you at the beginning of the year that this would be the yeah. first place team in the West versus the second place team in the West, how many people would have believed me? No one. You're all lying. Yeah, none of you would. Yeah. No one. They're both 9 and 1 in their last 10. They're both extremely good. They're both extremely fun to watch. They're talented. They have a nice mixture of young and veterans. And both of them get zero love from the national media. And now that Utah, Salt Lake City, and, and Phoenix are small cities, but it's not your LA, your New York, your no. Chicago, you know. So, Boston, Philly. Boston. So you're. Boston. Boston. Hit <laughs> it wicked hot. So you're not going to get that, you know, whatever. And they don't have that, you know, Donovan Mitchell for the Utah is great. And. You know, the Suns obviously have Devin Booker and they have Chris Paul and and all that stuff. And they, they have good, talented players, but they don't have that super-duper echelon star 
if you will, the LeBrons, the Durants, the you know the, the common fan knows. You know, yeah, like there's people who no know, one. Yeah, people who know basketball appreciate the, the Jazz and the Suns. But if you're just a casual fan who flips on, you know, the ABC primetime game once a week or whatever, like you don't really know Donovan Mitchell that well, or you don't, yeah. you know, you don't even know probably Devin Booker that well for the Suns. You know, so so that's the problem. And I'll be honest. Because we're staying up so late tonight, and I stayed up late last night for the for the uh, national championship game. I'm probably not going to stay up for this game. I just got to be honest. <laughs> but I really should because it's a really huge game. It's number one yeah. versus number two in the West. It's two really good teams. They deserve it. Like, all things being equal, this is the most important game of the week. Yeah. Period. Number one versus number two in the West. Now, the Suns are two and a half back. So, the Jazz have a little bit of a cushion here. And the Jazz are, or the and the Suns now are three games up on the Clippers, yeah, for third. So like this is probably going to be your number one and number two seeds in the West. So this is a really big important game. In saying all of that, I want the Suns to win. Devin Booker, six one six, Michigan love, originally from Granville. Uh, before he moved to Missouri. But I think the Jazz are going to win this game. Mm, moving straight on to Thursday's doubleheader on TNT. 7.30, we have the 31-19 and 19 Lakers at the 26-24 and 24 Miami Heat. Yeah, and, and this is one that, again, LeBron was playing, at the end of the day was playing. Different game. Though Miami Heat have been not existent for most of the year. Then all of a sudden they make a run, and now they get up to the fifth spot. Yeah, they get up to the fifth spot. What do they do then? Well, they go four and six in their last ten. So, yeah, they're in the, they're in the fifth spot right now, but they're a game out of being in seventh. And a game and a half of being out in eighth. So, they're not as good as you might think. But I still like Jimmy Butler. And without LeBron and Anthony Davis, I think Jimmy Butler is enough. Duncan Robinson went to Michigan. Um, you know, Tyler Hero, blah, blah, blah. Bam. The Heat, you know, won the East last year for a reason. They have some players. Eric Spolstra is an underrated good coach. So, yeah, without LeBron and Anthony Davis, I think the Heat win this game. Next up, we have the 10 p.m. game. We have the, the 35 and 14 Phoenix Suns again at the 33 and 18 LA Clippers. Yeah, Suns and, Suns and Clippers. So here's this another. One, yeah, this one's another good one. Here's another great one. You know, two C versus the three C in the West. And now. Here's the interesting one. If the Clippers can win, right, and the Jazz beat the Suns, now all of a sudden the Suns and Clippers are only like a game and a half apart from each other instead of three games apart from each other. So now this game becomes even more important. I still want to say that, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Paul Jordan, like the Clippers should should beat the Suns. Like, they really should beat the Suns. Like, mm-hmm. on, on paper, they should be better than the Suns. But there's something about that backcourt of Chris Paul and, and Devin Booker 
Deontay Anton in the middle has been great. Mikel uh, Bridges has been great. Like, I want so badly for the Suns and Jazz to be the Western Conference Finals and just say a big screw you to the names of the West with, mm-hmm. the, with the Lakers, Clippers, and even Denver. I just I would like it so much, so I guess I'm rooting for the Suns in this game. So I guess I'll pick the Suns. <laughs> Let's move straight on to Friday's doubleheader on NBA TV at 7:30. We have the 24 and 23 Memphis Grizzlies, one I thought I'd never say. And at the 25 and 16 New York Knicks. Memphis Grizzlies. It's an interesting one for national TV. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I would. I'll be honest. I was trying to say something clever there, and I was like, "No, you're right." Yeah, yeah. It I is. Mean, it's, uh, it is. Though they are interesting cur- choice. They're currently the eighth seed in the West right now. Yep. Now they're you know three games out of seventh, and only a half game out of not being in, and you know two games out of really not being in but you got Memphis John Morant hey I get to say Xavier Tillman mint love you know and here they are six and four in their last ten and I was getting a score update here real quick yeah they're uh... the, the, the Warriors are not doing as well as they did in the first half here in the second half the green team may be beating that's, that's without Giannis playing by the way uh, gold team. So, <laughs> really, Memphis. But yeah, they are six and four in the last ten. So give them credit. But really, they are the beneficiaries of the Spurs and Warriors being two and eight and three and seven, respectively, in their last ten. So as the Spurs and Warriors have dropped, mm-hmm. here comes Memphis, and all of a sudden the Memphis Grizzlies would be in the playoffs right now. So, I guess we have to talk about them a little bit, and the Knicks who like a week ago, was in the four spot, are now in the eight spots in the, mm-hmm. in the East. But they're still in the playoffs, so they're in a game and a half ahead of uh, the Pacers to get out of the playoffs. So we'll kind of see. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. I think there's a rule, and even though I was born on the East Coast, I was born in New Jersey, but I still think there's like a rule that I can't pick the Knicks to win anything unless until they like... Show me that they actually can win something that matters <laughs> since 1990, like four. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick Memphis in this game and feel terrible about it and wonder purely on why. Yeah, why this game is on national TV? But yeah, purely on principle, I'm picking Memphis. Speaking of odd games, we have the 10 p.m. game, NBA TV. Just interesting choices this week. We have the. 17 and 32 Washington Wizards at the 23 and 27 Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I, I I would love to try to, you know, put some lipstick on this pig and sell this to you. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's not. It's Bradley a, Beal and Russell Westbrook are really good offensively for Washington. Steph Curry is really fun to watch for Golden State. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> um, I mean, do they think that Westbrook and and Steph Curry have this rivalry still from their Oklahoma City Thunder 
Warriors days and then the Houston Warriors days and but now like nobody nobody cares like Washington <laughs> is one of the worst teams in the league. Golden State was right there in that 7-8 spot like a week and a half ago. Now Steph Steph did miss some games with his tailbone injury, but they've basically been a 500 team the entire year. Win one, lose one, win one, lose until this stretch where they're three and seven in the last ten. Which unfortunately, I'm going to owe a dinner to uh, Quincy Simpson. Uh, Q, if you recognize that name, he's the father of Xavier Simpson, who played point guard for Michigan. He's a coach in Lima, Ohio, C2K uh, AAU program. And uh, big LeBron guy used to coach for King James Shooting Stars. And uh, we, we made a friendly wager on uh, if the Warriors would make the playoffs or not. Uh-huh. And for a while, it was, it was, it was, looking, it was looking okay. But, uh, yeah, it's really looking like I'm going to be buying Q a really nice dinner at the Storm Classic here in a week and a half in uh, Grand Rapids. So, uh, yeah, I hope he uh, brings his appetite. I'm sure it's, <laughs> sure it's going to be lovely. I'm sure he's going to order seconds and thirds. Um, Steak and lobster. Yeah, seriously. Be nice to meet you. Um, but, yeah, this game, I, I think it will be entertaining at least, but no defense will be played and no playoff implications are had at all. This is just a, hey, let's just shoot a bunch of sh- you know long shots and have a good time. So, I mean, I'm going to pick the Warriors because I love Steph Curry, but, I mean, this game is not going to have the best viewership. It's that time for Game of the Week! And that is correct. It is the Game of the Week, and let's kick it off with Saturday, 8.30 p.m. We have the 31 and 19 Lakers. At the 35 and 16 Brooklyn Nets. And this one's on primetime ABC. Yeah, sorry, ABC. This is 100%. You wish LeBron and Anthony Davis yeah. playing against Harden, yeah. Durant, and Irvin. Harden's not going to play. Just LeBron's not, not going to play. Gonna happen. AD's not going <laughs> to play. Who knows if Durant will be playing. So. Get ready for Jeff Green, Bruce Brown against Kyle Kuzma and Alex Caruso. The NBA on ABC. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. Marquise Morris. Joe Harris. The Nets versus the Lakers. It should be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't, and I love Kyle Kuzma, Michigan guy. Who's my guy? But I, I can't. I hope he has a good game. I can't pick the Lakers to win any game without LeBron and, and Anthony Davis. So if Kyrie and half of Kevin Durant plays, then that's with this game. Yeah, I have but, a feeling but this that's is, a... This is 100% would be like the huge marquee oh, yeah. event of the weekend if everybody was healthy and playing. But yeah. that's not the case. Next, we have Sunday at. 3 p.m. We have the 25 and 25 Boston Celtics at the 31 and 18 Denver Nuggets on NBA TV. Yeah, and Boston continues to be underachieving. They're the seventh seed right now in the East. They're 
five and five in the last ten, which is horrible. The Hornets are a half game ahead of them in the playoff seedings right now. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. The who? The Hornets. The who? The Hornets. <laughs> you have, I mean, Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Like, there is no excuse for them not to be four right now behind the Nets, 76ers, and Bucks. But they are way down there at seven. Heck, they're a half game out of, out to be eight. Like that. This is this is not a drill, people. And then there was that. Oh, would Brad Stevens maybe go back to college when UNC, you know, when UNC and Indiana were both open? Yeah. Now both of those jobs have been uh, filled with former players at each of those schools. Mike Woodson for Indiana, Hubert Davis at at uh, NC. Which shout out to Hubert Davis. He becomes the first. Uh, African-American head coach at North Carolina. So congratulations to Hubert. Uh, played there, played in the NBA. Was an ESPN analyst for a while and has been on uh, Roy, Roy Williams' staff as an assistant at North Carolina here the last couple of years. So gets the gets the jump up, so good for him. And that gives me, I got a quick segue. Drew Valentine, 29 years old, is now the youngest head coach in college basketball. Just got the Loyola Chicago job. He was been assistant there for a while. He played at Oakland. He was an assistant at Oakland. Um, he actually, well, he played at Oakland, then was a GA at Michigan State, then assistant at Oakland, then assistant at Loyola Chicago. Obviously, all their success. And uh, now Drew Valentine at 29 as a head coach at Loyola Chicago. So, congratulations to Drew. His dad, Carlton, uh, coached at Lansing Sexton for years, him, and then also uh, Drew's uh, younger brother, uh, who, Denzel Valentine. Denzel Valentine, who you might know, who's on the Chicago Bulls. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out, yeah, shout out yeah. to uh, the Valentine family. Not that they would listen to my podcast, but if they do, shout out to the Valentine family. Um, so, anywho, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what I, I... I'm sure I was going somewhere with that tangent, Ben, but I can't really remember where I was going You're with that gone. tangent. You're gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Whatever I was going to say, I'm sure it was really entertaining. Well, you, but, got, uh, you got Boston Celtics yeah. and oh, yeah, the Denver yeah, Nuggets. The, the underachieving Boston Celtics. And then the Nuggets with Jokic and, you know, Murray. And then, of course, Flint Love, Mint Love, Monte Man Morris, and Friends. So, yeah, Celtics are a huge disappointment. Yeah. And Denver's going to win this game. Yeah, absolutely. Next, we got the 10 p.m. game with the 26 and 24 Miami Heat at the 31. 30- and 19 Portland Trailblazers. This one is also on NBA TV. Okay, he's distracted. He's distracted by the game. He's like, what's that call? I know, I'm watching this game and I... I'm going to quickly get on Soapbox. <laughs> I promise it will be quick. <laughs> so... I know everybody wants to shoot a bunch of threes now, and that's great. But we just saw someone turn up a wide-open layup. Like, Steph Curry gave them a great pass for them to go a wide-open layup. Yeah. And while they were in the air, next to the basket, to make a wide-open layup, they kicked it out to the three-point line for some reason. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, make the layup. Seriously, please. I... It's the name of the game I, right now. Seriously, the I, outside man. Like I love, I love deep threes, but like if you're gonna, if you got a layup, take it. Seriously. Um, but 
deep threes, that brings us to Portland because you got Damian Lillard, you got yeah. CJ McCollum. <laughs> and Portland is a six seed right now in the playoffs. So, you know, and like we said, they're only a half game back from being the five seed with the Lakers. So they're right there. Give Damian Lillard a bunch of credit, which truthfully, if you want to be honest, him, he, you know what? He probably is the MVP because because for the longest time, CJ McCollum was out. And basically by himself, yeah. Damian Lillard kept them afloat and made them a playoff team where almost everybody else either missed a whole bunch of time or has a whole bunch of help with with them. But CJ McCollum was gone. Obviously, with CJ back, he's got help because CJ's really good. But with CJ McCollum gone, like he was pretty much the guy in Portland. So for them to be in the playoffs right now, it's pretty impressive. But anyway, so yeah, Damian Lillard's going to score about 35 of this game. CJ McCollum will have like 27, and uh, Portland will win. Right now? There it is. And that brings it to close. Well, that's another week. Another, another week. A great another week NBA in. week. It is. It is a great NBA week. And, you know, there's just, there's just a lot of um, good basketball Going on at, at, at uh, every level. Oh, yeah. Uh, this time of year, which is why I love it. We'll be finishing up here in in, uh, in Michigan this week. The uh, girls' semis is tomorrow. The boys' semis is Thursday. Uh, girls' finals are Friday. Boys' finals are, are Saturday. Uh, and then that will finish up our high school season. Of course, I get right into AAU season right after that. So, you know, travel ball and watching... You know, sitting in a gym for 14 hours watching games, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Basically, a whole bunch of games of guys dribbling and shooting step-back threes, yelling and one every time they drive to the basket, even if there's someone <laughs> relatively close to them. Um, you know, foul. 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 Parents and coaches <laughs> giving them great winning tips like shoot that bitch and yeah just you know just 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 great stuff just great stuff i just just, just, just really that's, just that's... really looking forward to it um in all honesty there's also a lot of good about aau too because it gives a lot of kids chances to be seen more and, and get more publicity and blah, blah blah there's also some really good aau programs and good coaches and they help the kids out a lot but like anything if people don't know about it they'll just Pick one bad thing about it and just think that that's all it is. Obviously, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like me saying, like, oh, that's a ter- they gave up a layup to go <laughs> kick out for a three. Saying, like, oh, that, like, if I said that, be like, oh, see, I'm not going to watch basketball and NBA basketball anymore because of that, right? Like, <laughs> you don't form your opinion off of one play, you know? I'm definitely still going to be watching basketball um, all the time because that's all I do. I watch basketball. But anyway, yeah, the season's kind of moving right along. I think this is moving. This is like twelve. I think it's week twelve. It is. I think it is. I think it's week, week 12. twelve. Like it's crazy. Yep. I wonder if anybody still listens to us. Oh, I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, they should message us if they if if they if they're still listening to us. Yeah, absolutely. 
You can it'll be message up, it'll us. It'll be up on Podbean. Yeah. I'm going to have the link on my on my website tomorrow morning on All Eyes on You Hoops. Like, we're on yeah. Twitter. We're on follow, Twitter. Follow us on we're Twitter. On the, we're on the Twitter. Yeah, follow us. Message us. Stage Left Lounge. That's recording right. Recording studios. That's right. I think it's actually under Stage Left Lounge only. So. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, Stage underscore Lounge on Twitter. Yep. I think something I like think that. I think it's yeah. Stage so. underscore Lounge. Yeah, yep. on Twitter. So, yeah. Um, do that now. The Flagrant Friends podcast is hosted and directed by Benjamin W. Gross with sports analysis from Steve Schwanda. Flagrant Friends is recorded live at the Stage Left Lounge recording studio. Join us next week for more NBA news, 